Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Footy Fantasy Podcast. This is Bucci. Lizaz are right here with you. I've got my co-host, Ayo, my producer, Bolu, in the house. Yes. We're yep. here by ourselves today. Uh, we couldn't attract any guests today because the weather in Houston hasn't been friendly. Well, it's been too friendly. It's been very good, so they've all been jumping out of town. <laughs> How are you doing, Bucci? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, Ayo? I'm great. Been soaked in too much soccer. I've been, I've, I would say I've been embedded in too much soccer. I'm glad there's even, because there's a game today, but I'm glad to take a slight break. There's too much soccer going on. Too well, much soccer this weekend. Well, it's, uh, what's it called? It's, too uh, much football. Not it's soccer. that time of the season. And then very few, actually, you know, it comes so much and then very soon it'll be over. So let's enjoy it right now because very soon it'll be over. Very soon it'll be summer again. Yeah. Wow. Euro, Euros, Euros is here. Euros is here. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's Euros this year. Wow. And then there's Olympics. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be a long, long year of soccer. And it's going to be a lot of stuff going on this year. Well, as usual, we're going to keep on doing this every week. As long as there's football being played, we'll be there. And as long as soccer is being played, we'll be doing our best to provide some content. So do con- connect with us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and our website. Our website is footyfantasy.com. On Facebook, we're Extraordinary Footy Fans. On YouTube and Instagram, we're Fantasy Footy and Footy Fantasy, respectively. And on Twitter, we're Footy AD Fantasy. That's F-O-O-T-I-E for every place there's footy. So I'll go again. Connect with us on Twitter, Footy AD Fantasy. YouTube, Footy Fantasy. Instagram, Fantasy Footy. Facebook is Extraordinary Footy Fans. And our website is footyfantasy.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, a classical. A, a classical happened yesterday. Mm. <laughs> How did you see the game, Bucci? Mm. <laughs> I think that game, in my opinion, I was just jumping and saying that was the most. Mm. That was the most on on classical or classical, if I can mm. use that word. <laughs> it was mm. boring to me. It was very. That was a boring a classical to me. It, the intensity doesn't seem to be there. And my one takeaway from a classical is. I looked at those two teams. Every time I watch a classical, most years, especially at this time of the season, you're like, most times you're looking like at one of the potential European champions. You're like, oh, this oh, team from Champions League yeah. or for Univers- for Champions League. I mm. saw those two teams. I was like, mm. none of the teams are winning. Champ- I don't even mm. think any of those two teams will get to the semifinals. That's how that's how much on that transition both of them. Look. Well, one of them is already getting out. I most mean, one of them is halfway out anyway. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I thought both of them could go out. It's very possible. I look at both of them like these teams look mm. at teams in transition. Mm. That's my opinion. I, I, you know, I. <laughs> the best summary of this thing for me is just to say that I think it's time for. Um, I wish Messi had not jumped the bullet and extended his contract. This is. I think it's time for him to leave. Uh, it looks. That's how it looks now. The the team. His team is. When Barcelona looks that dead. In a classical that they needed to win, correct. Like there was something lose. to fight for. Yes, you know. I mean, Real Madrid now showed up the fight because they came out. They fought in the last twenty minutes. Yep. They stepped it up and fought at the end. Like you know, they showed. That was when something seemed to start happening at the end of the game. You know, don't get me wrong. There was some fight in the game. There were some early yellow cards, but it was just you know not really. It was just a little bit of nastiness. Not really. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not nastiness. A little bit late tackling. There's nothing. Nasty, nothing about passion, nothing. The game was stale. 
you know, it was a game you could have forgotten. If not that, you know, somebody beat, you know, Barcelona got beaten by Real Madrid. It was an classical. They Correct. lost to zero. That's it. File it away somewhere. That's yeah. how that game was. It wasn't... I I don't know, but I think it's a loss of football if that game is like that. I don't know what's up with those two teams. It's a shame. It's really, really a shame. Two, um, two teams in transition. That's the summary. That's bad. Yeah. I think that's best to end it. They're just two teams in transition and you cannot draw... You cannot, you cannot draw any conclusions from that game about those two teams. That's all I can say. Long term, I can't draw any conclusions from that in long term. They just... They're just two teams in transition. Uh, well, I don't think Barcelona is in transition. I think Barcelona needs to do a lot. Of, uh, they're coming to the end of... Uh, they need to do a lot of work, but... You know, that's a... That's a lot... Barcelona is something we need to talk about a lot, a lot of time. You review it. Yeah. Uh, um, the EPL happened. It was a very, very interesting weekend. It was. Um, the top four race is becoming one of... It's actually becoming like a top four race. Do you remember the top four race of two, three years ago when it went off to the last day? And then I think um, City won it on the last day. It's top four race? Yeah. It's, that's what it's becoming like. It's becoming one of those last, races. That's what happened last year too. It went on to the last day to last year. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's the same thing as last year. In that's fact, right. It's more compared to last year in the sense that that's right. Nobody's consistent. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I call it the battle of the butlers. Yeah. That's it's, that's it's, my opinion. It's it's, it's it's quite right. I actually forget forget last season because last season was same. It's same exactly. Oh, we just we just continued. Goodness, we, goodness. It, it's um, we continued. We just continued from exactly where we stopped last year. We were looking at uh, Chelsea dropped points. Correct. Man United had the opportunity to get into the top four. But they drop points. They too. drop points. Tottenham to drop points. Um, Tottenham <laughs> had an opportunity to close up to uh, what's it called Chelsea. They, they drop points. They too. drop points too. They actually lost. They Wolves lost. now jump into the mix. Into the They're mix. now very close to top four. Leicester had the opportunity to extend their lead. They lost. They to lost. Norwich. Yes. <laughs> so this is my theory now. Yeah. And I want everybody to actually think about it. I personally, and this is probably going to be the, a good title for the for the pod. I don't think there's a mid-table doesn't exist this season. In my opinion, all we have is top ten and bottom ten. There's no mid-table. If you look at if you look at the and there's a reason why I say this. If you lose, if anybody in the top ten, mm-hmm. literally from especially from fifth, mm-hmm. fourth, fifth to like tenth, if they lose, if you lose two games in a row, you are dropping. Immediately from fifth to fifteenth. Okay, I was about to point that out because that, you, so you can't have a top no mid- ten. Then. That's why that's why I'm calling top yeah. ten. Technically, yeah. there's no mid table. Yeah, because there used to be a separation before. You have your top six, you have your mid table. You have guys. your top three. Yeah, okay, top three, top four. You have your bottom five. Yes, and then you have the rest. Correct. That's so, what you have. Exactly. So you have some guys closer to the top. Yes, that's the some guys closer to the bottom. And that's then some guys closer to the bottom. That's that's what you That's all you have. there's no mid table. The gap between. Uh, what's it called? West Ham, who are in the bottom five, mm-hmm. and Man United, who are fifth, is <laughs> more than the gap. <laughs> Liverpool, who are first, that's true, and Man United, who are fifth, that's true. <laughs> so it's like basically, and this is why I say this, right? And let's let's just without us deviating too yeah. much, let's first you know kind of talk about the winter break. What are your thoughts about winter break affecting the reading? You know, there's something I was listening to, like the winter break affecting the rhythm of in the EPL. In the EPL, in the EPL. When you talk of Liverpool came out of the winter break struggling, Leicester came out of the winter break struggling. 
uh, all the people that were kind of, maybe kind of gradually doing better, came out on winter break, started struggling. Do you think it probably affected the rhythm of some teams? Or you think, your quick thoughts, do you think it, ma it made them look better? Or it even helped? Because when I look at that winter break, I feel like for some teams, it's possible that they just went out of rhythm. And they still have, they, they are not able to find it. Because it's only like two weeks off, three weeks off. Yeah, um, it might have been that. Okay. It might have also been the fact that some teams around the winter break had a longer winter break. Yep. Um, some teams were knocked out of the FA Cup beginning of the year, so That's they true. were not in the next round, which came... They got like three weeks break, if I remember. Yeah, some got like two weeks break. It was, yeah, I call it because it was a week break. Yeah. So extra. Um, but the, the thing about the break, why I said that break is important, was other teams, when you're going on your break yourself, it's you having the break. When everybody has a break, everybody has that break. Yeah. But you're coming back from that break and they've trained, they're, they've gotten better for training and um, they might have closed some gaps. There was also a generally transfer window that might have helped him plug some holes. Yeah. So it might be that the teams that were in form did not need the break, but the teams that were not in form needed the break. Correct. Because the flip side of it is a team like Manchester United have came out of that winter break looking better. They've become a That's better true. team. Yeah. They actually a better team. You know, since that break, they've they've come out looking very very sharp. Wolves have been good. Correct. So there are teams that have come out of it looking good, looking good. And why I mentioned Wolves as well was that Wolves form before the break was topsy turvy. They've come out looking very good. Correct. Sharp. Um, Sheffield United have not been affected by the break. Well, we have, we've seen them play only once, right? Since then, just yeah, once. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying that they've looked the same team. They've looked the same. That's yeah. true. That's true. So, so that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, talking about mm -hmm. looking the same team, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> no, they so, so not. we just we've not talked about them for a while. So let's quickly talk about because there was nothing to talk about for a while. So Liverpool, your thoughts about Liverpool? Is this just a wobble? And I'll, I'll say mine very quickly. Or they're just reverting to mean. And when I say reverting to mean, like they have to be. I mean they cannot keep just having the best ever in Premier League history. And these are my quick thoughts. I feel like this loss that they get to Watford is actually going to be the type of loss. And I listened to this somewhere, and I was listening to one of the shows that I follow. Um, 1990, Manchester United lost to, I think, was it Middlesbrough? Yeah, Middlesbrough in December. December yeah. they just, well, after that loss, they just went on the run. Yeah. I feel like sometimes teams who are about to achieve something great need some sort of humbling for them to you know, listen to, whether it's their manager or, or, or get that point across that, guys, you guys need to, you know, sharp up. I think this loss is going to be a loss that they kind of needed, get out of their system, and they'll, go, they'll get back to, you know, what, they, what they've been all season. Not even all season, what they've been for almost two years, if you want to be honest. Almost two seasons, apart from the one loss, they lost to City, right? They've been almost perfect for almost two seasons. So, that's my thoughts. What are your thoughts, Bichy? Um, I agree. Um, we just need to see what happens between now and the end of the season. Um, losses are, are unpredictable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it, people. We all say what doesn't kill makes you stronger, but that's not always true. Sometimes it makes you weaker too. Mm -hmm. true. You know, so I, I think. Case in point, Leicester. Yeah, since yeah. they lost four zero to Liverpool, they've been going. They've, they've, they've gone down. They've gone then. down. Yeah. yeah. So that was not a very bad loss. It's the kind of laws that you can get into the dressing room and can rip a dressing room apart. Yeah. Because people might say things they don't want to say. Um, I'm not saying it will happen in this case. I think this Liverpool team is a great and tight-knit team. Yep. But sometimes you just need people to see 
cracks and they, the woods start circling. It might not be about this season. This might be a loss that affects them for next season where people, or for the rest of the season, people might pay them a certain way. So, Absolutely. yeah, Possibly. but then they're talking about reversing to mean. I don't know what you call reversing to mean. What does mean? I mean, <laughs> these guys are up there. They're so far ahead. Correct. Reversing to mean just means that one, one average of one loss a season Okay, like one loss last season, one loss this That's season. That's my stuff. I mean yeah. by that, but yeah, yeah, yeah so, they are mean, but yeah. they are old standard. Then, like, what kind of mean is that? Oh my god! The only, the only good thing, like you know, guys, I cannot keep on, I cannot keep on going through this torture without taking every moment so I can to throw Liverpool because you know this is torturous for me. Okay, Liverpool, this is one of the greatest Liverpool teams of all time. I mean, probably second to none. If they win this league, they'll probably be second to one or two. The United team that they like to, you know, that they're trying to surpass, at this stage of the season, they had finished all their losses. And, you know, what I'm just trying to say is that Liverpool, you better not lose again because you guys basically, you're not even trying to, you've lost your unbeaten run. Mm -hmm. You've, now you're not even as good as the 99 team anymore. So, guys, 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 if you need, <laughs> if you need any, um, if you need any pep talks, that's me telling you guys, I'll be trolling you on those things. Or just you know. <laughs> well, I mean, let me get I don't my that points. I, I, that's that's all you because I know statistics doesn't back that one. <laughs> no, 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 they're a good team. They're a good team. Yeah, okay, so wolves. Know. We talk. Let's let's talk on wolves. We don't talk about them for a while. They look team resurgent. They've been on a good form. Things. It looks like Diego Diego. I always struggle with his name. Diego Jota coming yeah. back. Diego Jota. And they switch from three four three to three five two has made them look very well. There was something I listened to that was very interesting. I was listening to, um, I think it was Sunday Supplement, and they talked about uh, Nuno Espirito. And he says something that I thought was very unique. I wanted mm -hmm. to share on the pod. Mm -hmm. Nuno Espirito actually has a different opinion about large squads. They asked him one time, recently in an interview he did, why does he have a thin squad? He said he doesn't like large squads. He likes working with thin squads. They asked him why. He said he likes thin squads because the thin squad, the players are more close-knit. There's no division. Because when you have a large squad, some players don't get in, and players make friendships. And if one person that is playing, his friend that is not playing, so you think it doesn't affect, but mentally it starts affecting because that player is thinking of his friend who is not getting to this team. And that's how division starts. He said, rather, instead of investing in the big squad, he invests money in injury management and recovery. I thought that was very interesting. I heard that. I was like, hmm, this is unique. I don't know if I totally agree with that, but I thought that was very, very interesting. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> some, some... That's, that's, a, that's a different thought process. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So Wolves, Wolves look like they are resurgent. Um, they have a next five games. They have a good run of fixtures. Right now, they are on... I think it's very good for us to just quickly touch on the um, points right now. Leicester is on 50. Chelsea is on 45 points. Manchester United on 42 in fifth. Wolves is equal on points with Manchester United on 42. Goal defense minus um, seven. Sorry, goal defense seven. Tottenham is on 40 points. <laughs> Sheffield is on 40 points. They have a game in hand. Burnley is on 38 points. So... When you look at how bunched up it is from 45, they try all the way to 10th Arsenal, who have also have a game in hand. It's literally, if Sheffield wins their game in hand, Sheffield jump immediately to 5th. And Burnley jump to 7th if they win their game in hand. So, my thoughts about Wolves are, my thoughts about Wolves is just like Manchester United, they are in the Europa League. Mm -hmm. And Wolves are that team that, weirdly enough, when they have tough fixtures, I trust them more to get points. Like when they play Manchester United, they got a draw. But then they play like a mid-table. Okay, there's no mid-table in my opinion anymore. But when they play a lower team or traditional mm -hmm. lower team, 
that's when they usually drop points and they struggle. So they have like on paper, easy run of fixtures, you know. Their next four fixtures are very easy. They're winnable. Fixtures, very winnable mm-hmm. based on their current form. If they come out, I think rules, if they come out of those four or five fixtures with like four straight wins, I think Wolves are a major, major threat. If they can come out from those fixtures. That's Going it for the top four spots. For the top four spots. That's my, that's my thoughts on Wolves. Maybe you can, you know, I, I, they've always Chelsea. been a, they've always been a, a threat. Those have always been a threat. They yeah. just need to break into it once and then because they've always been bubbling under. But you cannot run through a season winning all games with a small squad, no superstars, and all of that. So we'll see. I'm not sure they'll win it. Um, Chelsea getting um, flagging. They're seriously flagging. They're I don't think they, I don't think they're flagging. They've been diving for a long time. <laughs> they're not flagging. They're not, this is not flagging because like flagging is like they are stalling. So yeah. there's a chance. Look, they've been diving for a long time. You know, it's it's a case of the people behind them are not ascending as Correct. fast. They've been diving for a long time. I, you know, I, I feel good sometimes when you you see the future. So you feel good, like because I said it. I said, look, Chelsea. Guys, pick up your form or you're going to get dragged into this battle Correct. for top five. Now, they have two teams behind them who won't win away from, you know, matching them up in points. That's true. That's a lot of pressure. They haven't been able to handle the pressure of one team bubbling around them. Manchester United are just going close to close. Manchester United has not been able to catch up with them, but Correct. I don't think with Chelsea's form that um, they keep Wolves and Manchester United away now. So one of them is going to catch up with them in points. Now Chelsea has to look over their backs, and I don't know. I don't know what's up, but with that team, I just think... I just, just like you, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think I said a couple of weeks ago, Chelsea needs something now. I thought they were going to do that in transfer mm-hmm. video for some reason. Like we said, short term, it's going to, I think it's going, to, it's going to affect them. It's going to kill them. Long term might help the kids, but they need something now. The only way Chelsea makes top four right now, in my opinion, they need something from somewhere. And that's something can either be Pulisic coming back and give them a spark that, and play that, the same that, way, that, which that, is that, very hard. That is very hard. the other point I was going to also say yeah. is that they have injured players coming the, back. The, the lock that you need as a manager, which if you remember, I always say that once I see locks that are burning the manager, I start giving up on him. This is you know this because I always say that outside. Correct. Lock is more important than anything else. That lock is now coming now to hit him where he's losing a lot of players to injury. Correct. At the, at the same time, he needs that lock to change. If that lock that lock is more important than Pulisic coming back because you need those numbers. Yeah. A, apart from them coming back and hitting form, yeah. their numbers gives you you know that rise in uh, what you call motivation. That Correct. Helps the so I think that's the that for me. You know, I think that lock needs to change. It needs to change. They yeah. need to police it back. Yeah. They, 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 back. They need Hudson they need back. back. They need Will uh, the, the the playing back. back yeah. A top form. Yeah, they need a lot of stuff. They need Tomori back. Yeah, he came <laughs> and he went out again. Yeah, yeah. that's the Abraham. Yeah, Abraham. The highest scorer has been injured. You know, like, so these are, these are those things. Like, if it starts happening, you uh, So, I just, you know, I hope he can because the thing, uh, finally on Chelsea, I'll say one thing because... Chelsea is the FC Hollywood. It's quite ironic that they got beaten by FC Hollywood <laughs> last week. But then the FC Hollywood of, of uh, England. Correct. City are bubbling on there. They're looking like they want to become that club with all this uh, drama with UEFA. But FC Hollywood is the one club that anything that has potential. When something, you know, Murphy's rule law 
place, place there. If it could go by, it would go by. Correct. And it goes back to spectacularly at Chelsea. Yes, So it does. I'm worried for Lampard. I'm worried for his players. I'm worried for this thing going public. This could be another Jose Mourinho kind of case. Not that he was going to make do anything toxic, but you know how Chelsea is where yeah. they see him and David Luiz or somebody else. I have else a theory says, about Chelsea. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I have a very funny theory, and I, I said it before. I honestly think Chelsea have agreed the deal with the and I keep saying this. I you think you get fired. I, I think they've already agreed it because yeah. and I saw this interview, I'm gonna say that real quickly, of Allegri, and they asked him and he said, Oh, he's coming to England. And they said, Oh, which mm-hmm. club? And he gives he gives this money. Yeah, he, he says, Oh, he has agreed a, a deal with a team in England, but he's going to respect the managers in England. I feel like the only club that can do that kind of thing under the table, like early in time, is Chelsea. Chelsea is the only club, like I always say. They don't care about anybody thinks about them. They yeah, just you, do it. They'll pull you, the trigger. You so measured that. Yeah, you I, measured I have that. a feeling that's what they're doing. Because, uh, uh, and the reason why I keep pushing this is the fact that they got to January and their manager, who needs, if you say you are backing him more you than this year, him. Yeah. and he came out in January before he closed and said they need a striker. You didn't and they didn't push him. enough yeah. to get one. That told me that they are, they are recruiting for somebody else. That's what I think. I might be totally wrong. Jump into Manchester United. I'll let you take this because I know... You like to take Manchester United questions. <laughs> nah, <laughs> is this I Bruno FC? <laughs> Some people say he's the player manager now of Manchester United. Nah, he's the on, one man. controlling everything. Come on. I, <laughs> I, I, that's a joke. I, but, know, uh, I know it's a joke, but... So, I'm... is it Bruno FC one? And we'll talk uh, quickly about a question that kind of ties into it. Uh, about the formation that was played this... The four okay, four the, two, the, the best formation for... For Bruno, the, I guess. For, for the players. For the Not players, those, yeah. Okay, quickly. Uh, Solskjaer deserves... He, he's gotten enough stick. So, when he's going well, they should praise him. It's, it's, it's his team. He took them to Spain, came back, and it looks like he's working well. So, it's not Bruno FC. It's still, it's still Ole's FC. <laughs> um, Bruno is a good player. I think... Sometimes, you know, things lock, lock, lock. The right guy, comment the hour, comment the man. Mm-hmm. He might be the guy that helps this club do a lot of things. He might be the guy that changes a lot of things for this club. And why I say that is, to call him Bruno FC in a way, it's kind of right. Because this might be the Cantona effect you're looking at. More like Brian Robson effect. Yeah, no, I'm just saying the Cantona effect on the kids. Uh, yeah, but also like the Baron Robson effect because, because Baron, that where we where Manchester United was at yeah. that time. That's what the Baron yeah. effect. Yeah, compared to Cantona. Yeah, compared to Cantona. Yeah, yeah. but wh- why I said the Cantona effect was this is a guy that just like Robson too because it's the same thing. They both like, they both had the same effect. Correct. Play yeah, at top top you know play at top level on the pitch, a consummate trainer of the pitch. You know, correct guy. You know, on and off the pitch, yeah. correct guy. Led by example, this looks like a guy who loves his football, loves the club, or dreamt of being here, blah, blah, blah. So he, he lifted the players, lifted the fans, lifted the, the management. They needed him. The management needed him. Then he lifted the, the board because, you know, like basically he kind of sent that kind of ripple wave through the club. Like, and then he's, you know, like I said, he's playing very well. So that, and why I say this is important is that if they get the top four, which he could, you know, rally the club and they get top four, it's important because this, Top four for Manchester United this season would <laughs> has a lot of potential. For I mean, the manager future. has come out to say it himself. Yeah, that if they don't get top four, the revenue the, the, he's come out. This is the first time dude, he's come yeah, out to say dude, it publicly. You, 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 everybody knows. Everybody you knows. Before Every, they, you know, everybody before they knows. Were playing this game. They need to sign a new sponsorship deal. Yeah, 
their money reserves is going down. There's so many things going down. I agree. That, you know, they cannot, it's just obvious. They all, cannot, all I'm saying before yeah. now, up yes. until last week, they were playing the game of, oh, it's not really a big deal, but now this, they've come out to say it now. Now that it's on the line. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I'm just saying that even if they wouldn't admit it publicly, we all know how big this next summer is. So if they get the top four, it would have been great. So, so, so thoughts about the formation. Yes, we... Yeah. So basically, I think he's the kind of guy that was spoiled, that could spoil the guy. But let's see, let it last for a month, another month, two months, three months. Then we have real form, and we can look at it. Um, regarding the formation, I don't believe in necessarily in formations per se. Okay. I believe in systems. Okay. What I'm saying that is, no two players are the same. Correct. No two players are the same. Um, I, I, I'll switch to another team quickly because that's a team that is a bit more complete. When um, Sane is in form, playing from the left, it's a different player from when Sterling is in form, playing for the left. For Absolutely. City. Gives them, offer them different Different distance. And the same thing when Mahrez is on the right or when Sterling is on the right. So that, that difference is the same thing. Managers have to deal with this. What you do is you build a system that gives you the best out of the players. Correct. On... Wednesday, uh, sorry, not Wednesday, on uh, Sunday, the game showed me a different formation and I, I liked the way the build-up play was great. There were some problems with transition because Everton was great attacking them. Yeah. And then sometimes when Everton pressed, you know, they lost a little bit of composure. Yeah. But with the ball, it was a very fluid uh, system in the first half, yes. In the first, and even in the second half, I'll say with the ball. Why I would say that is sometimes what happens is that Everton pressed a little bit different in the second half and didn't give them, so they were not as able, they were not able to move. They didn't give them as much space as they did in the first half. So basically, uh, I think that formation needs to be worked on. Okay, it could be better, but it worked with people that could you know you you could bring in better pieces into the team okay. and improve it like. When Boba is back, you have a better pace as opposed to maybe Matic, McTominay. So there are parts of that team that the formation that can still work with what you have. But at the same time, the other formations work. That's why I said Bruno Fernandes is actually weird where you can sometimes say, yeah, Bruno FC because it looks like he's the kind of guy that changed the team. Because now you can play three at the back, three five two, with him behind two strikers. You can play what they used to play, 4-3-3. They can play 4-3-3. They can play the 4-2-3-1. So there's no best formation. Yep. What they just need to do is keep walking on the pitch so that you have different, you can try different things at different times. Okay. That's yeah. what I believe. Systems, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so right, well said. Uh, relegation battle real quick. Norwich. Mm. Quick thoughts about Norwich. Do you think Norwich can pull a no. miracle of escape? Quick answer, no. Okay. It's just, they, it, it, I'm going to say one thing I heard, um, mm -hmm. and I think it's true. I've always thought about them. I think Norwich is the loveliest <laughs> bottom. I, I heard that. Day. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> they are the loveliest bottom team that probably could get relegated ever. Mm -hmm. When I think back on a team that's usually bottom, right? League, mostly. We think about the full arms mm -hmm. um, of this world. Where the people do before full arm? That was just <laughs> terrible. That got like nine points, ten points. Norwich, for the team that's good, that everybody kind of agrees they're going to get relegated. The kind of things they've done, you know, they're beating Leicester, they're beating Man City, and they played good football. It's so, it's so interesting. I thought that was funny. When you think about it, that's true. They are the loveliest team that's going to get relegated. You, everybody knows that this is going to get relegated. You know, 
But it's kind of impressive. Like, wow, this team's going to get legit, but they still play style football. There's a That's reason. Because... There's a reason why nice guys don't win. The Correct. League. And best say it, but the problem is they are too lovely. Yeah. That's the truth. That's yeah. the... Nice guys don't win. The... They this are the This is a dirty sport. It is. Nice it really guys is. don't win. What for? I go. I won't talk about Arsenal. I I want to own this Watford conversation because I remember us talking about them last week. Mm. We was like, ah, I don't see enough goals in them. I'm like, when that happened, I was like, man, football it has a way of like when you have make when you draw permanent conclusions from things. Sometimes quick, it has quick, a way of 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 quick biting quick, back quick, at you. Quick thing to add: the star of that game, sir, he was been he has been injured. Yes, he has been injured. Correct. He just came back when he was coming back from injury. There's something I read about him where a start that. When he was fit and when he scored or something like that, they haven't actually lost a game or something like that. He's, he's basically, before he got injured, they won more games. Absolutely. Yeah. Then, he's one that destroyed. I remember the yeah, Manchester United game. He's one yeah, that destroyed Manchester United. Yeah. Like, so he, because he was supposed to come back for that Manchester United game. And that was he why was he, on the bench. He, he was, was on the bench. bench. Yeah, the, the, start, the start came up that, you know, they're better and with him. the game with starts. Him. Yeah. He plays yeah. well. So. We'll see. We'll he see might, he might, he can, keep, he he might give them... Coolness FC. <laughs> yeah, he might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Ham. Fun off. You know, we kind of laughed at them <laughs> last week because I listened to the report from last week again where David Moyes said, oh, you know, what he does, all he does is win. <laughs> it looks like West Ham are like... So, it's so crazy that when you think about it now, all the assurances we had in our head, like all these things, ah, this person is going down. Now, when I look at the table now, I'm like, man, there's nobody that looks like They've given up totally. Do you get my point? You know, at this stage, normally, yeah, we usually have that one thing that you can say, ah, this was I've given up. Like I think, last year, I, I think, by this time, we knew Fulham had given up. I think we have to blame West Brom for this. Uh, remember that season that West Brom broke their hood up? The last escape. Yeah. I remember. It was 2013, I believe. Yeah, so, I think yeah. so. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, what I remember this thing was that since then, every time a team is bottom around this time, we're like, ah, we're not, we're not giving up, we're still going to make it. Dude, and there's something going on in the Premier League that it's more interesting, but it's strange. Yep. You know, it's strange for an old watcher where you're going. Ah, this is a league that was set where you have new teams come, they go down. Maybe one of them stays up. Yep. Some old teams are top six. Then the rest of the teams battle for the middle. Dude, in the league now, there's this bottom five we call. There's actually like a bottom seven. There's some clubs that are there that, you know, in the next four or five games, they could get dragged in with the West Ham, the Watford, because... The, some teams are not too far away. Brighton is not too far. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Bournemouth, um, they're not too far away. That's true. Yeah, even Crystal Palace, they're not they too get far. Dragged in. Yeah, Newcastle, they're so not too far. They that's get what, dragged that's in. why I, when I said there's no mid table, and when I, when I look at the table and everybody thinks there's easy fixtures, this season, there's no easy fixture. From now to the end of the season, yeah. every game is it's, going it's, to it's be almost, a battle. It's, it's weird that, I, I, you know, we might get this to the end of this season that we could have a Sheffield. And Wolves going to represent <laughs> England in the Champions League. That, that would be. I would, to be fair, Loki. Yeah. I, would kind of, I would like that because that would be a hip, a hip star choice, and it just make me happy. Like, yeah. oh, you know what? Not every they're time. Gonna, not they, every time. Money and the powerful club. They're going to come back with so. With, they're going to come back so fast. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. like a hipster. That's like a hip star choice. So, anyways, uh, before we go, let's let me quickly touch back the mm-hmm. uh, formation question. That was a friend of the show from Inca mm-hmm. Elikbede. Thanks for the question. So let's address two yeah, quick EPL questions. I'll take one. You take one. Choose the one you want. So one of the questions that came also for Mika was Ancelotti. What are the major effects of Ancelotti at Everton? The other question was about Arsenal. Do you think you can make top four? Or do they seem to be resurgence in the Arsenal team under Ateta? So which one do you want to take? I'll uh, take the other one. 
I'll take the Arsenal question. Okay, go. Okay. Um, the Arsenal question is, I don't think um, they'll make the top four. Yeah. Um, because they're too far from it. And yeah, they, there's, they're too far from it in terms of, literally, in terms of points. They're also too far from it in terms of quality. Of all the teams battling for it at the moment, Arsenal has the poorest squad quality, which is right. weird. But it's the truth. Uh, I don't think Arsenal are better than Sheffield United currently at this very moment. Mm, I don't. I don't. I don't uh, you agree yeah, that, but go ahead. Yeah. Um. I don't think they're better than Wolves. I don't think they're better than Man United. I don't think they're better than Tottenham. I don't think they're better than um, Chelsea at this very moment. But they have. If this was beginning of the season, I'd say yeah. There's enough time. He will do it. There's not enough time. They have a good manager. There's, you know, you can see he's trying to do something, but it's too much work. There's too much space for him to cover. This that's is true. a team that's going to go up and down, up and down. If Ateta does not have enough of a squad that he has to rest players to play an FA Cup game that he needs to win, that should tell me that Arsenal are going to have a lot of balancing act to do over the rest of the season. I agree. Yeah, so that's the problem. They don't have... The squad is thin. A lot of players are out injured. Um, they're relying on a lot of kids. Kids are very, very unreliable. So I think that is why they'll struggle to cover up the points, and I don't think they'll make the top four. Yeah. Just been, that's, just been on it. That's, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, and to understand that, I agree um, mm -hmm. with most of it. Ancelotti, the, one of the quick uh, things Ancelotti has brought to them is. I think it kind of started with Ferguson, uh, Duncan, big dunk, like they call him, Duncan Ferguson, when he was a uh, caretaker manager. The flat 4 4 2 that he plays, he uses the width a lot. That's what I noticed, especially in Manchester United game. I noticed, I, noticed, I noticed against Arsenal. He saw that we were trying to play diamond formation. He's like, okay, cool. He's going to overload on the wing. He'll have one or two people who can press and control middle ball. They were doubling up. They were doubling up Manchester United on the wing. That's one thing I see. They are using their wings a lot. I know I saw something when they talk about set plays. I think they have. Scored I already had a joint top or second in set place since um Ancelotti has come in the league. Scored they scored a lot yeah, of goals. They're, they're the top in the set in hot corners. The corners in the league, yeah. yes. They scored a lot of goals from set pieces. Yes. So he's utilizing the width a lot, which is false the strength of obviously Dominic Cavalier and Richarlison. Mm. He's uh, playing flat back four and hitting the space using Sigurdsson, Andre Gomez, and Bernard. So what 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 I see about him is overloading the wings. A lot, mm -hmm. and it's playing with high speed and intensity. And also, you see, they're also a very physical team. You know, when when they try to, they try to intimidate people. So that that's the major thing I've seen. Actually. Then also, most important about Ancelotti, I read that somewhere mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. the things he said when he came to Christmas party. He's just made. He's just a good man manager. He's made the players more relaxed, more likable, and I mean, you just have to give to Ancelotti. That's, that's what it is. Ancelotti is a very functional manager. Yeah. He's a uh... He's the kind of guy that, you know, was able to manage that AC Milan team that was passed, was, you know, sell-by date, but Correct. was able to do legendary things with them. And win Champions League. And yeah. win Champions League. And then when he left, everything, fell, apart. everything fell apart. True. So, you know, the, th the other thing that he did was there's this defensive solidity that the team has. Yep. And, that, you know, and why I mentioned that, because I think you missed that. I was just going to add that quickly, was I think that was where Silver... Um, 
ministers. Mistake, where yeah. Silva left the team that was built for defensive solidity and was so expansive. And I think Ancelotti is, is expansive in that he overloads the wings, but he's not expansive, expansive. Like look at that game against Manchester United yesterday. Once they scored that lucky goal early in the game, they packed the ball. That's not a bad down. thing. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad thing. Correct. That's not a bad thing at all. I, I think the, the, the thing Silva missed was system-wise, I don't think he was a defensive manager. Yes. But there's something that he didn't know that he had yes. that he lost, which was Ijizage. He lost Ijizage and he thought he could still play the same way because Ijizage was doing, he, he, doing he, the work a lot of people. work. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, uh, if if that was Silva that they scored early, he would have Said, oh, today we're okay. going to beat you guys 4 0. Correct. Let's keep going. And they will concede. And they will concede a lot. And so, lose the game. Yep. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's a very functional manager. And that, uh, you know, I um, really like him. Okay. Uh, so we're going to take a break now. So we're back from the break. Um, as usual, Ola Da Vinci will give us his FPL Who's Hot, Who's Not. Welcome to another segment of Who's Hot, Who's Not, our fantasy Premier League update segment to let you know the deals you have to do as the season hits the home stretch, the final 10 games. So Who's Hot, 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 Matt Doherty of Wolves. He's on fire. He's been doing well recently, picking up the points and clean sheets for a couple of games and then returning with assists and goals. He's hot at the moment. He's playing as a wing back, but he gets in the box a lot, contributing to attacks for Wolves. And with Wolves pushing for that final Champions League spot, Matt Doherty is going to be a crucial factor. So getting in while you can. It's a bit pricey, but it's well worth the outlay if you're going to try to kick, start your campaign to climb up the tables in your mini leagues. Matt Doherty might be the man to get. He's hot, hot, hot. Who's not hot? Well, another fella, but this guy also from Wolves, Adama Traore. The Mount Mountain, Hercules. Muscle man, he's not been hot since week 19 when he scored against Man City. He's not scored any other goal in the Premier League. And even though people keep getting him in for his price point, which is not too expensive, he's not returning and he's not even starting all the games. So Adama Traore is no longer ha ha ha. So even though Wolves are looking good, they've shifted to a 3 5 2. Formation recently with Jota and Jimenez up front. Traore might not be starting all the games. And even when he's starting, he might not be getting as many points as he was when they were at a formation of 3-4-3. So Adama Traore is no longer ha-ha-ha. So that is our short segment again for this week. And if you're looking at last weekend, which was like a bloodbath for Fantasy Premier League managers... This is the week to bounce back. This is the week to start looking for differentials, looking for people you can bring in. Who can help you shoot back up the table or who can help you consolidate your position? 
So keep tinkering, keep checking, keep keep watching out, especially with the FA Cup fixtures this midweek. Just keep watching out if any injuries are picked up by any of your players. And then we'll be back next week to give you more tips on who's hot and who's not. Cheers. Okay, uh, we're back from the who's not, who's not. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you listen to it. Uh, a lot of fantasy Premier League tips. Bucci, Champions League. Mm-hmm. Real quick. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. interesting Champions League. Uh, obviously, the top draw was Madrid, Real Madrid, Manchester City. Uh, my thoughts about that game. Madrid played well. Uh, Man City overrocketed more, the more open chances, the more intensity. Madrid played a game of sitting back, hitting on the break, uh, missed with one or two chances. Benzema missed the header, he probably should have scored. Um, then they scored from probably the most massive type goal that they usually mm-hmm. concede. A mistake from Rodri to Otamendi to Kai Walker. Three people had a chance to like just deal with the mm-hmm. ball and they did not. And Madrid scored and it looked like one of those games again. Okay, here we go again. Because we've seen that happen this season time and time again where they concede through error and they fall apart. But... Uh, and uh, Pep did something that game that you know, being someone who's a huge fan of Pep's system and type of football, he played four four two, played the uh, Bernardo Silva as a false nine, mm-hmm. and Kevin De Bruyne as an alternate false nine, which was very interesting. Which goes back to the overthinking everybody says he does in a way Champions League. Like, but second half, he just did what it must side with. He just went back to four three three, brought in Sterling, played their width, and they started committing. Kavaha and just played there for one. They controlled me feel better. And they took over that game. And Jesus, probably, I would say that's probably one of Jesus' best game in the big game. Because Jesus has been that guy who his more his better games have been against lesser position, to be fair. He's a good striker, I think. But this was the first time I saw Jesus in a game, probably the biggest game of the season. Considering everything, right? This is the biggest on season. And he stepped up and scored a good goal. And the Brenner was just exceptional in my opinion this game no no exceptional that he had like a worldy in everything but this is one of those games where you understand why people praise De Bruyne so much he's probably one of the most in my opinion most efficient midfielders you can ever see he does the right things at the right time and he's very efficient with his movement and his passing yeah um, except that he could have <laughs> he could have been more efficient and created more chances in that game i'm just and I just have to be cynical. I'll just oh, be okay. cynical there. But... <laughs> okay, I'm happy. You're wearing your Manchester United hat. Okay, no, no, cool. no, no, no. I'm not wearing a Manchester United hat. Uh, so... I just thought you were just been too... Uh, the, uh, the praise was too much. I don't think it was too much. It was. That's why I say it's not his <laughs> best performance in the sense that he was dominating the whole midfield like he had. So, you know, that, that's what I mean. What I no, mean no, he was dominated the, the game. role he played. The role I he played. He did well. Don't get me wrong. He, he like, did very knitting, well. Knitting the pass. He played more... My opinion, the type of role that David Silva played in his peak in yeah. Manchester City. So ah. the one thing, just for me, mm-hmm. my, th- my thoughts mm-hmm. for you, I'll let you speak. The one thing that they, they have to be careful of, though, is, and I think that's what probably slightly perhaps worried that they should have, and probably Manchester at their peak would have ended this time in first leg. That This time should have been done. And second time should have just been a... That, that, was, that's, that was my whole point. Yeah. When you were the talking about should have been the most efficient, and I was like, okay, dude, Chill. He had a great game. Don't get me wrong. But he didn't miss chances, though. He no, 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 no. So that's it's, what I mean. It's okay. It's okay. Chill, 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 chill. Relax, relax. Great game. Yeah. I watched it. I watched some of that great dominance. Yeah. 
when you said Madrid played well, I also laughed. That's those are the only two points I didn't agree with. Madrid played okay. This was a game. I didn't say they played well. I said they played. Okay. I didn't say they played well. Oh. I said they played well. Oh, I, I thought said, said it's first half. Oh, they played. They played okay. Uh, in, in face. Yeah, because in the first half, the game should they should have considered goals in the first Correct. half. Correct. Yeah, that game should have been over in the first like. Yep. You know that goal was one of those things that you're going against Zidane. Zidane. Zidane, you've done this thing again, right? Against Ronald. That's what I was saying in my mind. Zidane, you've done this thing again. That's what it looked like. Yeah. That's what I thought. But um, I, I think it was a good. Him and uh, Masters did very well, even with his overthinking. Pep did not shoot himself in the foot, he didn't. Yeah, it was. Um, but once again, we have to also say that thing about um, luck in another year, in another game, would have lost that game. That and those two chances wouldn't have gotten the penalty, wouldn't have they wouldn't have gotten the penalty because I mean, we've seen that happen to City before, we've seen them have a stone wall penalty and not give correct, can't give it in the Champions League. So, you know, uh. I'm very happy for them. I'm really very happy for them. I think um, they still, of course, win the Champions League, and I think Real Madrid are out. But I don't think I, I, I think so too. Based mm-hmm. on everything, so Chelsea Bayern. Yeah, okay, Chelsea, Bayern. Chelsea are out. That was a humbling. Just, just, <laughs> we, we, no... we all predicted, right? We all predicted that Chelsea Bayern was going to go through. But yeah, but I this think is... everything. What I said, what I thought was going to be at least a little bit closer. That was this, this is so embarrassing. I don't, I don't even know what is there to analyze. There's nothing to analyze. Just that give you the scores. That was a Three, Gnabry, zero. Davis, Masterclass. Uh, Let's just say that. I'm in over. London, away <laughs> from home. Simple. Uh, what? No, no, no. Gnabry wasn't, wasn't in the Masterclass. Excuse me. It wasn't Gnabry Masterclass. He might have scored the goals. That was a Lewandowski Masterclass. Look, I think you always have to give props to a, 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 a guy who... My brother was a young prodigy who lost his way, but scored two big goals. In, in, who was the person? Bridge, gave, right? Who was the person you gave props to in the last game? The first the person you gave props to Kevin De Bruyne. Without Lewandowski, none of those goals are happening. I agree. Like without those, ah, look so at this. You thing. think his injury will affect second leg, or it's too, it's too, it's too, it's too, too much. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah, home. Yeah, home. That guy was controlling. Look at that ping from Neuer. The guy controlled it like, <laughs> like dude, man, like Kevin De Bruyne. Um, What's it called? Uh, Lewandowski. These are the guys that make you enjoy soccer. Absolutely. And then sometimes when they're about to retire, like Lewandowski's about to go now. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. They don't make, they don't make them like him anymore. Yeah. Remember who, we saw the... Ah, uh, they make... They, they, another one will come. That's what we said about Batistuta. They don't make them like him. But Lewandowski it, came. it took a while. It's, it's it took a while. It took a while. It's will come. It's That's true. That's come. true. It's will come. The only person that they don't make like them anymore is Messi. <laughs> they will never do another They'll Messi. They'll make another one. Oh. <laughs> Napoli Barca. Mm. Talking about Messi, going to Napoli Barca. Mm. Mm. This one I'm going to say. My quick summary of, my, of that game is Barca are lucky that this wasn't pick Napoli. This was pick Napoli, this tie is over. <laughs> In my opinion. It was, if this was pick Napoli, this tie is, uh, is, is dead and buried. Sari or Angelotti Napoli? Any of the two. Sari especially. Yeah, this, uh, that, this tie is dead and buried. Yeah. This was pick Napoli. Yeah. yeah. Because Barcelona have this thing, I watch them is their play, their transition first is slow. Like this is the first time I've seen Barcelona both ways, moving the ball forward and going back. They're just too slow. And what makes that second leg weird? Even though they have no camp and they've never lost, I don't know. They, they have the, I don't know if you know they have the longest winning record in camp in Champions League history right now. They've won like yeah. I think like yeah. five years in a row. They've not lost at yeah. all. They've never yeah, drawn a new camp. I think it's them. It, 
Okay, them and Liverpool have the longest unbeaten runs in yeah. the Champions League at home now. But even winning runs, I think. They yeah, but they have, they have, they have, yeah, like they, they have, wins yeah, they have a lot of wins. Yeah, they have. So <laughs> this second leg is weird because Barcelona coming up, they are missing Sergio Busquets due to suspension. I think they are missing Busquets and they are missing maybe Vidal. They are missing like two key players from that next leg. So how 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 they are going to configure that midfield that second leg? I've no camp. It's going to be interesting. So, I, think, I think Barcelona will go through. Some injuries and suspensions are good. I think, I think Barcelona will go through. But Some injuries and suspensions are good. Busquets and Vidal. I beg. Vidal is seriously <laughs> past it now. I watch Vidal now. I'm like, wow. Busquets is not past it? <laughs> but at least with Busquets, with Busquets, with Busquets, once you get with Busquets, mm -hmm. you know that at least when you guys are in control of the ball. He will do something. Yeah, he can pass. He can make true power. Mm -hmm. From a classic, I remember the classic he can still control the midfield when he has runners around him. With Vidal, runners, control. I, I don't see what he brings to the team. He'll, give you, he'll get to your record. He'll <laughs> <laughs> give you a penalty. No, let, let's, <laughs> know, so let's finish with Leon and Juve. <laughs> I saw that game in pits and parts. Uh, I think Juve has to be very careful. That's all I can say. I expect Juve to go through. They usually do well. At home. At home. Mm -hmm. But one thing that's kind of... Uh, no football factor, but is it factor is coronavirus. That is going to play in close. I think from what I'm hearing right now, it's going to play behind closed doors. That makes that game tricky, in my opinion. It makes it very, very, very tricky. It takes something out of Juve's hand. A little bit. They have more quality, absolutely. I expect them to go through. But the fact they don't have that stadium, that's, you know, how they came back against Madrid last Atletico last year. When that's taken out of them, where it's going to almost look like a, a practice match, even though something's on hand, where there's no fans, it makes that game, for me, that second leg makes it, I don't know, it's difficult to call now. Yeah. Juve didn't get an away goal, they are down 1-0, they need to be, win by two clear goals. If Lyon score first in that game in Italy, that game that game turns around, in my opinion. It becomes a different game entirely. That's, those are my thoughts about Lyon and Juve. Yeah, I would say um, Napoli and Lyon uh, have a very good chance of doing an upset. Yeah. And um, I'm looking there. I'd say Bayern and Real Madrid uh, are out, uh, you know, in the next round. Bayern and Real Madrid? No, sorry, Bayern and Man City are through to the next round. Yeah. Then, um, what do you call it? Um, FA Cup? FA Cup um, preview. Or oh, review? I don't know. I don't really... Sometimes the thing with the FA Cup is uh, we, we have to just review the game. Okay. I mean, what I mean, or preview the game, which is the game at that, um, the big game of the round yep. or of the week. Because this is one of those tournaments where I can't tell you who's going to win. Correct. The only, as long as... Uh, because we don't, know who, we don't know which sides are going to line up in the game first. Exactly. We don't know how the draw is going to go. Yeah. It's we don't know if it's going to... And Chelsea, my field, my field weak inside. Exactly. It, it's, it's not like the Champions League where you know everybody's going to line up their best team Correct. or whatever. Arsenal won today with the uh, with the weekend side, yeah. but I don't know if they're gonna. Because they, but that's the league one side, that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. But there's still a few, a few um, championship sides in the cup in the cup that can still cause upset. That's true. That's very true. So it's a round by round basis, and what I'm just saying is, it's the the, the next uh, the, who's the last biggest dog standing, because now Chelsea and Liverpool, one of them is going out. Correct. Um. I think um, I think Chelsea are out. Okay. In in, in flip side, 
if Liverpool feel the like they've been fielding, uh, if, if Liverpool feel the, no, the no, no, let's side, go down. Let's slow down. I don't think they will be Chelsea. That's my opinion. No, let's slow down. That's what I was gonna say. Okay. Exactly my point was gonna be on the <laughs> flip side. I was gonna say I would have said Chelsea to win. Okay. But the reason why I would have said that was Chelsea having lost to Bayern and drawn to Bournemouth. Bournemouth. And mm-hmm. I think they lost a game before that. Yeah. That's true. Well, yeah, they, were, they lost the period the game before that, so they don't want to be. You, they're in, um, just they're angry. Yeah, they're in that you know they want to get back, but then at the same time Liverpool as well lost to, <laughs> to Watford. Uh, Watford and they lost to Atletico, and I don't think Liverpool, no matter how weak um, you know him fielding a weak inside, the reason why um, Klopp fields weak inside is that Klopp is not being arrogant. Or believing that he's going to win those games or anything, he wants to win those games. But he also has taken in his mind, written off that this competition, I want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. If I get out of it, I don't mind. Not that I want to. My focus is the league and the Champions League. Correct. I'm going to sacrifice everything for the league and the Champions League. But at the moment now, everybody, the the team is looking like they're losing form. Yep. So quickly, what I'm trying to say is that you don't want to get a situation where everybody starts going, okay, Liverpool have lost form. If they lost from the wolves were already cycling now, they will start trying to and you know it's sports. Yeah. <laughs> Momentum can just so this guy is not feeling any wicked thing. Okay. He's going for the win tomorrow. Okay. Chelsea wants to win too. So I'm looking at that game as it's gonna be a seriously tough game. Okay. Yeah. Um they, they don't have a Champions League game for another week. That's true. So Liverpool want to they want to keep that aura. Yeah. It's very important. That's true. That's that's so, that's a good yeah. point. Although they have to play a league game mm-hmm. at the weekend, so yeah. in a couple of days. Uh that's that's a good point. Possible upset. My, this is my choice for possible upset. Mm-hmm. Tottenham host Norwich. <laughs> and it's London Stadium. That's my choice for possible. I think I think Norwich upset Tottenham. That's that's just my hipster my hipster possible choice of an upset. I don't see um <laughs> I don't see Tottenham losing two straight games at home. Especially in a, a, a Jose Moreno team. Yeah. I mean, if it, that happens, that really, really start. I start looking at Jose Moreno with weird eyes. I'm serious. If that starts happening now, I start looking at Jose Moreno with weird eyes. So I, I, I I'm not going. So. Yeah, but I'm that's, that's my choice. I just, I, 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 I just have a feeling. Um, I think my my uh, choice for the upset is, I would go with um, Chelsea. I think they get beaten, but that was the thing. I think that most likely. I don't think there's any other upset in this round. I've looked so, at wait, it. Wait, wait, You mean Liverpool beat Chelsea? No, Chelsea upset Liverpool. Liverpool, okay. Yeah, okay, that's your upset. Yeah, I don't okay. think Reading is going to beat Sheffield United. I don't uh, think that's an upset. That's not even an upset. Where's going to beat Newcastle is not an upset. No, I said Chelsea beating Liverpool. I don't even think it's an upset, in my opinion. I don't okay. think it's an upset. Those are two top teams. Chelsea's at home at Stanford Bridge. So. Yeah, I don't see any other game. Upset. I think I'm telling you. I think Norwich beat. I think Norwich beat Tottenham. Okay. That's I mean, that's I a very, that's <laughs> a very, very. That's the game. It's now when I think about it. Yeah, that's possible. But that's the game. Mm. I, I see. Uh-huh. I don't think. I don't think. Um, Derby will beat Manchester United. I don't think so. Not this Manchester United team. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Derby is that good. They are struggling mm. championships. Yeah. So I don't think they're not, that, that good yeah, of a side. Sheffield, no. You know, all the other games look like. Yeah, Sheffield um, City is playing. Sheffield Wednesday is playing Man City. Yeah. No. And they don't look good enough. Benham don't look good enough to beat Leicester City. Reading don't look, don't look good enough to beat um, Sheffield United. Um, so it's only West Brom, Newcastle that I see. Okay, West Brom, Newcastle. Because Newcastle. West Brom could beat Newcastle. Newcastle. They're they on top of championship. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Newcastle. I agree. Yeah. But 
that would be an upset either because Newcastle almost got beat in the last <laughs> round. <laughs> like, Mr. Steve Bruce. Well, let, let, me, let me say this quickly because it was one of those, you know, you like to talk about the manager quotes. The manager will just say these weird things and you go, these guys think about this thing. Newcastle, I don't remember the team they played, but they beat a team with extra mini, extra injury time goal. When that found removed his whatever, I was doing the helicopter, whatever. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so the manager of the team, the beat, said, Oh, as you can see, it was a big game to them. They really took it serious, you know, top premiership team. They played with their top team up to the extra time. And you can see that there was almost like a field um, invasion. But basically, like, you know, we lost, but you can see, you can give us credit. They took it serious. But like, wait, you didn't think they were going to joke? <laughs> you thought they were coming to the pitch to joke? So, like, when, <laughs> like, um, when managers lose a game and they go, Oh, you know, when you look at the balance of play tonight, um, we could have gotten a draw, but I think the better team won. I'm like, does that make sense? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Interesting. Yeah, interesting. any other things to look for this week? Uh, I mean, the only one thing I, I wanted to quickly comment before we mm. go now, I think I can just talk touch this 30 seconds, mm -hmm. maybe a minute. Uh, in the German League, something happened during the game. Um, between Hoffenheim and... Um, Bayern and happened in other games. I think it happened in Cologne game, Dortmund game. The protest by the Bayern fans uh, against Hop Dietmar Hop, who is background is the owner of SAP and also owner of Hoffenheim, and their mm -hmm. protest is about the fact that the DFB, the, the Association of Germany, allowed him to own you know 100% of Hoffenheim mm -hmm. instead of the 50 plus one you know rule, which they now make exceptions for, and they took it to the level where they were abusing him and they put him in crosshairs and and the very interesting part of that was the fact of how normally DFP poker when it comes to other bigger issues they do not they typically don't like react like react or even clubs as they mm -hmm. don't come together but for an issue like this they came together in support of you know the owner of um so I thought that was a very interesting thing that happened and something we can talk about in the future. Yeah. That was that was just an interesting political thing that happened this week in the German League. Yeah. So, I think it's a point, that's a point that I think we'll come back to and refer to in future podcasts that I see, I see it bubbling on yeah. continuously. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, before you, we go, okay. last thing, um, we won't be back before the Manchester Derby. There's a Manchester Derby this weekend. That's true. Um, on Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. It's, uh, it's weird. Um, when I said any other thing for the weekend, nobody remembered because Manchester United fans don't look forward to Manchester derbies this time anymore. Just being honest, the one was the main factor being that Man City is so much better than Man United at the moment. The other factor being that the only uh, Superman, the guy that wears the S on the chest, whenever Manchester United plays Man City, Rashford, Marcus. The Superman, the guy that will beat Man City anywhere, is out. So it's not really, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's not really much to look forward to. You just have a feeling that let's please keep it less than two. <laughs> Operation, keep the score down. Keep the score down. But, yeah. but if, you know, Bruno Fernandez decides to wear the S on his chest, then does it? I won't be also surprised, but I think Man City are 
Man City have been angered. They've been pissed off by UEFA. And, um, they might beat everybody from now to the end of the season. The, I, see, I, see, mm. I said it when I was watching the Villa game. I see the signs of the robotic. On that yeah. note, we end it. I see the signs of the robot. I call them robotic mode. Mm-hmm. When they get to that robotic mode, it's like, oh, okay, these people are back. I saw that. I saw those signs when yeah. in the last two games where they have moving the ball. Okay, I think robotic yeah, mode is back. back. Yeah. I think it's back. Okay, mm-hmm. this was fun, Bucci. As uh, always, always fun. Uh, man. Enjoy your week. As always, we Thank know our admin. Connect with us, Bolu. Producer Bolu's background. Connect with us on all our platforms and see you all next week. Good night. Okay.